All right, guys. So I guess I'm going to try doing this podcast shit. And I figured I would try to do a monologue to introduce myself, let you know who I am, some of that stuff, before I start just throwing out podcasts with other people and all that good shit. Another reason I haven't been able to do my episode with Mr. Robert Burgess yet is my microphone hasn't came in. So it was supposed to be in today, today being Friday, and it's still not in. It just now left uh, some shithole in California, and that's that's not where I needed to be. So we'll see if I can get one recorded before I take off to Minnesota and start welding up there. Because Robert has some pretty good dirt on uh, a local restaurant cooking from scratch. They had really good pan-fried chicken back in the day. Uh, how they were running things before they closed down was pretty disgusting. Robert goes on to uh, fucking drag that job, a.k.a. quit. And on his way out the door, he decided to let people know on social media what they were doing with that place and how they were running it and how they handled people with coronavirus, you know, employee-wise. So I'm not going to, you know, say any more than that, but going to be a pretty good little uh, interview with him, chit-chat. I don't see the guy in person hardly ever, so it'll be good to see him in person. So, me, who am I, why Why am I doing podcasts? Uh, actually, I had a buddy who, when I was a writer for a little uh, publisher named Banter Camp, when I was a writer for them, had a guy uh, that made it, J.J. Jackson, always telling me, like, dude, you, you just need to keep searching uh, content. Uh, product like making content be a content you know producer and one way or another you'll find your niche and you'll get it and he was all he was pushing a podcast on me at the time and all I wanted to do is film hunting that's still all I want to do but this is like way easier I don't think I'll have near the learning curve with it and it's really hard when you're recording shit to edit shit of my face. <laughs> like, I don't even want to do in person. Like, I don't want to have my face facing the camera. But sometimes it's necessary when you're talking to the camera to look at the camera. Or to have your face on the camera. And it's a little unnerving. I'm obviously uh, been really re-inspired to start making videos again. I started posting videos again. But this is also just another thing I want to do on the side. Uh, Ozark People's Podcast isn't going to just be about hunting. It's going to be about talking to people I find interesting in the Ozarks. But then also shit I'm doing, like people I meet while I'm traveling, definitely will have some of those on. There's some Hispanics that are really cool. Uh, they have like great border crossing stories and shit like that. It's great myself meeting interesting people on the road all the time and it's like damn dude i should be making a podcast of this you know uh different jobs i've had this is the only thing i'll ever freaking write down because i could remember all the different jobs i've had i'm only 27 i think almost 28 somewhere in there uh 
I was a drug dealer. Ooh, you badass. Uh, did residential construction. Uh, I was an inmate. Apparently I was such a great drug dealer, right? Uh, I was a writer for Banter Camp. And that the thing with writing, I really liked doing it when I started doing it, but f- I could not get motivated to do it and start it. Ugh. It, it was so awful. It, it made me angry about myself uh, because every time... I started writing. I was like, damn, dude, I just love this shit. I don't want to stop. I want to start, you know, writing another, uh, you know, article right after this. But as soon as I shut the computer down or whatever, I just didn't want to start it back up again. As soon as, like, I start getting paid to do something that I like, I don't want to do it either. I was doing a lot of sports hot takes, and most of them were hot garbage, but I did manage to to predict some things right. Like I predicted uh, Kawhi Leonard was going to win the finals with the Raptors. Now, unfortunately, I also predicted that he was going to stay with the Raptors because who wouldn't win a championship with a team and then stay with them? You know, who wouldn't do that? After, after that, like it seems like you found your team, right? Not Kawhi. Kawhi did not do that. But, uh, and then I, I predicted, like, the Super Bowl Final Four. Everybody made fun of me uh, for, think I thought the Chiefs were going to go to the Super Bowl Patrick Mahomes' first year. But it ended up not being so. The, uh, and I said that they were going to play the Rams. The Rams ended up losing to the Patriots. Had the Patriots losing to the Chiefs. But the Chiefs, thanks to D. Ford, lost. And because of that play, actually, uh, I have no head unit in my truck still. <clears throat> a little, little fun insight there. As a hunting guide, uh, when I say hunting guide, I don't want anybody to think I was in the ruggeds of uh, like the Bitterroot Wilderness in Idaho chasing down elk or anything. Because really, the main guiding I did was in this high-fenced operation it really sucked like gosh dang that the place it almost ruined my love for the outdoors for real i was putting in 16 hour days of just ass kissing because the clientele there were so filthy rich like you just had to kiss everybody's ass all the time everybody had such fragile egos it was ridiculous and it came to a boiling point for me when one day like this guy had killed this high fence, 300 inch deer. <clears throat> and it was also 300 pound deer, which if you know anything about deer is a fucking hog. Okay. That that's a hog and a half. So I told the guy that the deer's rack was so big that it made his body look small. Get back to the, to the lodge Owner pulls me aside, says, I don't want to hear about you telling any client anything on his deer ever. It was small ever again. And I'm just like, fuck this. I'm out. I'm out. Couldn't do it. If you're going to have such a, you know, a fragile ego, like, that, it, it was the worst of what deer hunting is. 
too. You know, like people are always like, well, we, need, we hunters need to unite with high fenced operations. The hell if we do. That ain't hunting. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I ain't getting trying to get too much. I didn't really like uh doing that. And it, I, I, when I had my free time, the last thing I wanted to do was go to the real outdoors and do something outdoorsy. I just wanted to be inside, play video games. And I was in the middle of active addiction right then. So I was playing uh, video games, smoking pot, and snorting Percocet pretty much all the time uh, when I wasn't uh, working as a guide. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, I worked for the Missouri DNR. Uh, worked at three different parks or two different parks. Um, and that was, like, one of the neater little jobs I did as far as for Onondaga Cave State Park. I got to upkeep the grounds and shit there, but they also had some timber rattlers. I got to see them. Uh, caves, cave tours. Um, it was just... A really neat experience. Uh, ben. I remember Ben. Had some good times with Ben. Ben knows what's up. Uh, I felt like the other co-workers. Because it was through a temp agency, right? Besides Benjamin. Mr. Benjamin Simpson. I know he won't care that I give him a shout out. Uh, he really liked the place. And we were getting paid like a couple bucks over minimum wage. And I liked the job. But everybody else that got on his temps was kind of trash as far as, like, how they treated their workplace and how they they just didn't realize the, the opportunities that they'd been given. And they just destroyed property, stole. Uh, it was really... That was the most annoying part about working at Onondaga was my other uh, temp workers that were around me been a temp worker my whole damn life it seems like and I've always tried to like at least semi not be that you know but they they uh those kids would destroy freaking everything man now that I start thinking about it too there's this video on YouTube called the Onondaga dumbass and these motherfuckers like took hopped in a cart they took a grocery cart from a local station up up in uh, Bourbon. And took this grocery cart and run it down the hill and hit like a telephone pole with it while the kid was riding in it. And it's on YouTube. There's a video about it called The Onondaga Dumbass. And the star of that uh, uh, little video, I didn't see him again until... He was put in the same pot as me in jail. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that guy, uh, I seen him going through it. I seen him too. And I was like, God damn it. It's the Onondaga dumbass. Damn it. Then I kind of like started self-reflecting, you know, internally. I was like, God, I'm fucking, I'm such an idiot for ending up here. How did I end up here? I was selling pot and doing Percocet. That's how. And once I had a family and responsibilities like that, drugs were never, ever really a thought again. Uh, 
And I know a lot of addicts don't have to deal with that kind of shit. Or, sorry. Let me rephrase what I was saying totally. I know a lot of addicts have to deal with uh, shit, like, every day still. Years after use. Uh, you know, urges and things. I It seems like a whole different life to me, man. For real, it it's it's hard for me to even relate to that old dude because I have so many responsibilities now. And it's crazy that I played with my life like that. And I don't really know why. I there was there was no reason to be as reckless as I was, but I was. I learned a lot from it though. Um learned a lot from from that and wrestling been two of the most you know biggest teachers in my life uh and my wrestling coach would always tell me to work to improve and that hasn't left me what else i did work as a cook at country mart for like two months and then one day marshall uh me he wanted me my little brother marshall wanted to go trout fishing and i was supposed to work that day and i just quit my job instead kind of uh shitty of me i know but hey man we caught a lot of trout that day i i best day of fishing i second best day of fishing i might have had in my life um we went down on cardiac mountain and there was just a couple dead logs uh on a couple hard bins there and we just had a heyday man so i can remember it like it was yesterday too i, I ain't even mad about that Honestly, if if it if you send me to hell for quitting my job, give me a one day a two days notice, load my shit up today, my kitchen bag, whatever they had. If that's too much for you, then you probably wouldn't like me anyway. I've made way bigger mistakes and way bigger fuck ups than that, so just letting you know. If you're still listening, alright. <laughs> so I think I've got everything basically caught up. How I, you know, came to be and whatever. Uh, So, I think that's all I'm going to put on this one.